Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best value for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. David Beard, CRM Principal, and Jeff Richards, Head of Training Program Development for Sage CRM, spend time chatting with customers, resellers, and others about Sage CRM in action around the globe. In this episode, we talk with Paul about his collection of add-ons that help customers bridge the front-to-back office gap, the differences in working across the Caribbean market, and how Sage CRM helps replace management by walking around using features such as dashboards. You mentioned the cart feature uh, among and the collections feature. Talk to us about maybe an example customer or two that takes advantage of these. What what do they do? Why do they use it? What are the benefits they've received from using these components of yours? Okay, well, we we have a customer who does um um they're in the stationary business. You know, they've been a long time client of ours, and how they use it is that they have their sales force deployed across um, the country they don't come that much into office and essentially they just use a vpn connect to the crm server they book all their orders you know it's helped them greatly because they don't need to call the office as they used to do all the time to find out where something is we also we i I didn't mention this but we also have another product called delivery manager which just hooks on to crm it allows you to batch um, invoices for um, shipment you know for delivery and it also allows you to track the delivery process. Where is, you know, did the item get loaded on the truck? Where is it? Was there, was it sent back? That kind of stuff. So that's all booked within the CRM. So the, it's very efficient for the salespeople because they are now able to avoid those endless phone calls or having to go down to the office to see where the product is. And yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I should stress that Caribbean, we haven't quite got the same depth of technology implemented across our organizations so so this is this is provides a very easy way it's not so stressful for them and you know they were able to put this technology in for the sales and we've actually extended as well to the purchasing process so if you you know if you have the PO is the item on order well you know the the PO shows up we'll pull it from Sage and say okay the PO is in the system it's been booked and and we're, we're, we've added things like expected delivery and things like that. So essentially what, what it's doing is making the, the, the sales team more efficient. As and putting CRM at the center of the universe. So everyone knows, I'm guessing, that if they need to check up on anything from stock levels to delivery times or delivery location, they can use CRM to find that out. Well, exactly. And you could also even use CRM, many of the marketing and other features that are off the shelf in the product. That's, you know, that's one of our journeys to try to see if we can get people to use um, the standard CRM more, more efficiently. I don't think a lot of the customers understand how powerful the, the tool is, you know, for doing things like campaigns and lead management and all of that. And none of what we do, as I, as I said, we only add, we never take away. So <laughs> we, we never try, you know, our, our goal is just to make additional features available. You know, we're address, addressing niches that that Sage or, or one of the third parties haven't got to yet. So we're saying, okay, well, this is what we can do to help with that problem. I'm interested in actually what you were saying there around the other surrounding features of Sage CRM, such as customer service and marketing. Have you explored anywhere around the, the, the full tale of where you can actually start to see within Sage CRM where You've got integrations with, say, MailChimp and uh, starting to look at social media integration where 
uh, you can have uh, data coming from an accounting software like Sage 300 flowing into CRM with all of the local management of that through to a mail uh, through to a uh, marketing campaign which is resulting in both a mail shot and also social media posts and integrating with things like the you know Facebook uh, pixels and uh, and Google pixels in order to flow back into seeing what people are doing on the website in order to come back uh, into purchases that long journey line as well we have used the MailChimp integration um, the, the social media is really the next level for us. Um, I think what's happening here is that, you know, our, our penetration for website and um, web sales and all this sort of social media marketing, we're, we're a little bit behind. Our marketplace is a little bit behind where you are in the UK, the US, Canada on these things. As I said, our approach has always been that we want to not to develop anything that already exists. So if it already exists in the Sage marketplace or the Sage, we would not wish to re recreate the wheel. We have a couple of companies who, who've got a high level of integration of CRM already. So that would be the next stage for us taking them into, you know, linking to Facebook and all this other stuff that you mentioned. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's ideal. It's what people want. I'm going to change away a little bit from the, the physical technology and the physical features that you've been, been describing of your products. What are the implementation differences? Not, not the technical implementation, but rather the, the implementation of the software as a system and the cultural impact in an organization. The cultural impact is huge. I would say that's the biggest issue. You know, when you're talking about changing business processes, you know, particularly in a large organization, I mean, what I would call large is sort of, you know, maybe 100 people, you know, it, it's, it's huge. You're asking them to stop doing something that they're used to doing. I, I'll give you an example of this. Um, one of the clients they had, you know, they have their sort of senior salespeople and, you know, you're suddenly asking them in the space of a couple of days to stop. You're suddenly asking them to change how they do things. And, and I, I can't, over um, emphasize how difficult a process that is. I mean, what we do these days is we front load the process with lots of workshops and things like that to try and just just to recognize that how serious a thing it is to say somebody who's maybe used to taking their to calling in an order or or writing something down. Say in collection managers' case, they, they they I always remember these people with these large printouts of green bar paper where they write the details of the, of the um, thing in and they're asking them to stop doing that and key it into the system instead and particularly in the Caribbean this is a huge issue changing people's job function and how they do things with the younger people it's obviously um, much easier um, you know they they kind of gravitate to this in a sense they, they might come and say why haven't I got a tablet you know why, why am I not doing this some um, even simple things, you know, we, we have to make sure that the training is done. And I, I would really emphasize that um, and not to underestimate the scale of asking sort of 50, 70 people to stop doing something that they're used to doing. It's going to be very challenging. If you're talking about implementing the CRM system, you know, the kind of timelines involved, it should never be taken lightly. It's not that it's that complex. You know, if you're used to setting up CRM, we have our standard timelines for that work. I mean, installing the cart is not really a, a, a long process. 
But you know, things like configuring all the security, the roles, the user groups, you know, this person's supposed to do this, but not that. That is a lot of effort and there's a lot of requirements gathering for that. So I don't know if I answered your question. That was very good. When you are working with the products, you're, you're aimed solely at the Caribbean market at the moment, aren't you? Or are you starting to, to wanting to bring bring some of the developments you've done into other 300 territories? Yes, we're, we're actually planning to attend the third-party conference in Vancouver, TPAC. Would you like to explain a little bit more about uh, the third-party advantage conference? Essentially, it's a third-party Sage 300 um, publishers conference. Publishers there with booths, everybody selling their products and saying, okay, well, this is what I can do. And, you know, it's one, I know you can go online and look at these things, but, you know, to actually talk, interact with the um, the publishers in person and get your questions answered, I think it's an excellent venue. We've gone for many years and, and we've always found it absolutely fantastic. We decided not to be too ambitious. Um, we decided to sort of we'd take it, take that one first, and then we'll we'll start attending the other sage sage conferences. So yeah, well, our our goal is to essentially it's a standard thing. Um, we understand who we're interacting with. We understand who our customers are. We see them as dealers, um, obviously, and we do understand that dealer relationship, which is very important. Essentially, we could never do the things that a dealer does in North America. What you want is to be able to impart the information, give them the tool, and assist them to get the, the project done for their client. I'm lucky enough, I have actually been to a TPAC, so I, I think it's a great experience. Uh, it is, for those of you who are listening and never been, um, you can check it out, tpac.biz, T-P-A-C uh, biz, and uh, it is not a SAGE conference, and what's very important about this is is a, a partner-level, partner-organized conference showcasing products that work with SAGE 300 and SAGE CRM, and everything is to do with uh, solutions for clients and prospects. So it's you'll get all sorts of things, which are add-ons, specialized services, customizations, and vertical solutions. So there's everything they possibly desire. Taking back to some of your customer questions I had earlier of you, what's you sort of made a couple of glancing remarks about the way of Caribbean business. What is it about that area that is perhaps different and helps to have CRM in your kit bag to make business work better for them? The organizations are smaller but diverse. So essentially, you know, what you might be doing in the U.S., you know, you might or Canada, you might you, you might have, you know, five times, ten times the sales before you need to sort of manage the complexity of a Caribbean operation. So what, why that is, we're, we're, we're all islands, so we have to import everything. So you're, you're dealing with the government, lots and lots of import and, you know, controls. Things move slowly. The workforce are not as technically savvy as, say, the standard American or Canadian. Um, you know, and, and that's no um, disrespect. It's just a reality of, you know, where we are, our GDP, um, you know, accessibility to tablets, things like that, and, and computer technology, you know, how it's taught in schools, you know, all, all kinds of things like that. The workforce 
seniority is quite important, hierarchical structures. So, you know, you'll have lots of, um, you know, older people who may not be as technically savvy or, you know, so there's, I would say those are the issues that impact, you know, the implementation of technology. And the other issue from a management standpoint, because essentially the, it's always the management who are our customers, um, you know, even though we recognize that everybody else is too, is just that they're the decision makers. They like systems that give them control. You know, they like to know what's going on. What we have done, I think, with CRM is we've replaced management by walking around to management by looking at your dashboard. And I think that that's very powerful. You know, it, you, you, you know, you, there's only so many, so much you can do by inspection and looking at your eye, but you can tell, right, you want to know how many orders have been processed for the day or where they are, or whether the, you know, how many things were returned. You know, you can just see those things on a CRM dashboard. In the next episode, Paul talks about the core CRM features that show the most promise in his market, how he drives usage of CRM to manage a business's transactions directly into the accounting system, and his recommendations on being successful in working with Sage CRM and Sage 300 together. You've been listening to Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. 